you know what, Jen? I don't think I've ever looked better in my life. I think I'm I'm at the peak of my physical prowess. I think you are. At the moment. And yeah. I would love to share that with people. I'd love people to be able to see me in the flesh. Just it's to... selfish to keep this. <laughs> it is. This amount of radiance needs to be shared. So I thought what I would do is invite people along to see me in real life. To be in the same room at the Museum of Comedy. At the Museum of Comedy, because comedy is what I do <laughs> most of the time. <laughs> and you belong in a museum. No, oh, no. No, no, no. It was How rude. My self-esteem had climbed and now it's back down on the floor. But no, I um, love the Museum of Comedy and I'm going to go there and I'm going to take my raw magnetism with me uh, on Wednesday the 24th of April. Can I come too? You can. Just try not to sort of detract from my glow, you know. Okay. Uh, we are going to have the magnificent Jenny Ryan, a magnificent guest, Ooh. TBA. Wednesday the 24th of April, put it in your diaries, bring your sunglasses because I am shining. Yeah, get your tickets now. The link is in our social media or from the music. Museum of Comedy website. Oh, please do come. Jen's all right as well. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. What's your name? Jenny Ryan. Correct. What's my name? Lucy Porter. Correct. What are we doing? We're making a podcast all about quizzing. Correct. What's it called? Fingers on Buzzers. Correct. Hello and welcome to Fingers on Buzzers once welcome, again. Welcome, welcome, welcome. And today, Jen, this is going to change your life. It's going to change everybody's life. It's a life-changing life. episode. Well, it is about how quizzing changes your life. That's our theme for the day because we're going to be talking to Stephen Pearson later on who met the love of his life through quiz beautiful story we'll hear that later how romantic um we're also talking to mike reed uh, which is a bit of a life-changing moment for me <laughs> because uh I, he was my childhood pop quiz so for me top of the pops and pop quiz was everything i needed to know about pop when i was a kid yeah that and smash hits the the, the combo oh, it was a glorious golden age of pop it really <sighs> was and yeah watching people like um you know mid-year answering questions on, yes. oh, you don't get that enough these days well you do don't because I would like to know how contemporary pop stars yeah. would fare how much does Ed Sheeran really know about music I know <laughs> well his songs would suggest <laughs> not right now. I mean I say that he's, actually, that one. he's a very good songwriter really isn't he let's be honest um, so uh, we also are going to have today a quiz from the other side of the world. A quiz for us sent from New Zealand. International by quizzing. We've gone so international. We're practically back round again. We're <laughs> so far away. So that'll be exciting. And I'm going to test you on uh, food branding. Oh, and I am hungry. So yeah. it's going to be good. I, I really It'll want to win this. Wet your appetite. Um, my appetite needs no wetting whatsoever. But <laughs> uh, I hope that's whetted your appetite for the show. 
seamless. Uh, so let's get on with fingers on buzzers. So our theme for today is how quizzing changes lives. This is inspired by Stephen, who we're going to be talking to later, who met the love of his life through quizzing. Um, and I, I mean, I think quizzing can really do wonders for your social life, for your self-esteem. Um, I mean, have you had any experience of that, Jen? Oh, absolutely. Uh, the, the way, the one moment where quiz really, really changed my life was when I was I was back at university in my second year I was not having the best time of it I was depressed I was I was lonely I was not enjoying it very much at all and I, I, I made an effort I'm not sure why on this particular day I made the effort to go onto campus and I went into the students union and I spotted a poster with uh, Jeremy Paxman's face on it oh. um, it was a mock-up of uh, The Shining oh, so he was he was Paxo. he was bursting through a bathroom door and uh, it was inviting people to go and try out for the University of Leeds University Challenge team. Oh, yes. And it was the next day. Mm. So I thought, you know what, I will scrape myself out of bed and I will make an effort to go and try out because, you know, what I forgot to lose. Mm -hmm. And as it was, I, I made the team. We made it through the auditions, we got onto the show, and through that I met lots of people who'd been past contestants, found out that there was such a thing as, you know, a, a quite a high-level quizzing hobby. Yeah. The national quiz circuit, international quizzing, other quiz shows to go on. I've made lifelong friends, and, you know, ultimately this is what has led to me being offered the job on the chase as a professional quizzer. So Amazing. without that, without that one poster... Which I still own. I dragged it off the wall. Down. Oh, lovely. You've it's in a, a box at home. Yeah. I mean, we've all got a picture of Paxman's face in a box at home, but uh, yours, <laughs> yours has got a life mask in your case. <laughs> yeah, mine's more of a sort of voodoo doll, but uh, yeah, that's so lovely. What a night. Well, yeah, so, it, and the timing was right. Yeah, it was It was destiny, really. It yeah, really was yeah, destiny. Yeah. I, know, I mean, I, I mean, to a lesser extent, uh, quizzing has definitely made a, an impact in my life. In fact, when I moved to the place where I currently live, Plymouth, um, I didn't really know anyone. And I was quite nervous because we'd moved to an area where we had no friends, no family, nothing. And actually, one of the best things I did was going to the pub quiz. First of all, we went to the old Queen's Head and then to the um, Cases Altered. And it just allows you it's an in to a community isn't it mm. that you sort of feel like well you get people and even if it's just people that you can say hi to in the street um there's a sort of bond there and actually um, my friend Anne she came through pub quizzing you know she was in the pub quiz and I recognized her from seeing her about and we started chatting and now we meet and, and a proper mate so, so it, it, it is a lovely social thing I think it's something that most of us have in common mm whether it is just being a, a viewer of TV quizzes or taking part in pub quizzes, playing Trivial Pursuit, there's, there is some angle there where quizzing can bring people together and it it's it's a conversation starter because you, you can have a chat about, oh, God, I can't believe they didn't get those music starters on University Challenge last night. Oh, no, the kids these days, they've not yes. heard of The Clash, <laughs> that sort of stuff. You, yes. can be all, uh, you can be all high horse about it. Everyone's got an opinion yeah, yeah, yeah. and everybody tunes into them and thinks that, you know, 
a lot of people think that they could do a lot better and you know why not it brings it does bring people together it's a good conversation starter and you can sort of weed out uh you know your type of people like if i ever meet someone the first thing i say to a stranger is do you like only connect mm. and if they say no i'm like well good day to you then yes. that's it well at least if they if they say no they know what you mean <laughs> oh, oh yeah, excuse that's me true. that's and true. then that that's definitely you know, oh bite, yeah no, bite, they haven't heard of it. i just can't believe away. there are people who haven't heard of it it just seems so sad that's like, you know, well, you can enlighten them that, that. You, could, know, you know, could see yourself as an evangelist. I am. That's why people cross the road to avoid me and pin it. They're like, oh, God, it's actually going to bang on about quizzes the, again. The book of Victoria <laughs> Corrin Mitchell yeah. in your hand. Have you read this? <laughs> there is a darker side, though. Can I tell you, um, yeah, quizzing changed my life in a bad way, right? Not me, mm. but um, a friend of mine. She was seeing this guy. Um, and of course she keen quizzer so one of the first things she said to him was oh do you like a quiz and he was like oh I love a, qu- oh, I love a pub quiz so she was like I am in here yes. and they went on a few dates and they kept saying oh we're going to go pub quiz or oh, which one should we go to and they were choosing which pub quiz are we going to go to Very exciting. and then they turned up and they did a pub quiz together and he turned out to be an a-hole <laughs> in a quizzing context oh, really no. like angry one aggressive pulling up the question master on everything oh. uh, you know heckling I mean oh. Come on. And um, that was it. And she was like, I was really into him, but then I saw how he behaved in a pub quiz. And if someone doesn't behave in a pub quiz, then that, ah, uh, ah. Uh. No, the, well, it's it's the litmus test for any relationship, I'd say. That'd mm. be one of the first things I would... Mm. I would do. Okay. But there is. Um, I was looking online, and there is a speed. And no, I wasn't looking for speed dating. I should point this out. <laughs> Honest. My husband's listening. I wasn't. Um, but um, the there was a quizzing thing, and it was speed dating plus quizzing. Ooh. So you turn up, they get a team together, so they put you with a load of other single people, and then you all quiz, and then you know, whatever happens happens. Uh, what stays in the quiz goes in, or whatever you know. But um, that's quite a nice that's idea. That's a great idea. So there may be people out there right now having their lives changed. In fact. I will look at producer Amanda to try. Maybe we should try and interview some of these people who organise yeah, or participate definitely. in the speed dating quiz. Not that I want to go. I'm not saying that I want to go speed dating. Watch it occurring. <laughs> yes, I do. I want to go and see it. Hide out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Commentate. Yeah. And I'll be like, oh, this is what dating is like now. That's exciting, isn't it? Um, but yeah, so if anyone's got any stories of how quizzing has changed your life, then feel free. You know, we feel want to hear free. about Just it. Just get in touch, whatever way you like. <laughs> So on the line now, we are lucky enough to have Stephen Pearson. Hello, Stephen. Hello. Um, now, you have a story about how quizzing changed your life, don't you? I, I do indeed, yes. Mm, tell us what happened. Well, I was appearing on a quiz on Radio 4 called Master Team back in 2004, and uh, my team, uh, including me and a couple of friends, actually won the uh, competition. And then after I got back to work, can I work in the... Uh, University Library at Manchester University, I got an email from somebody who said, oh, I'm a, a student at Manchester University, I, I listen to Radio 4 a lot, I heard your quiz, um, I heard you say you were a librarian at Manchester University, and I just wanted to email you to congratulate you on uh, winning the competition. And I thought, oh, that's very nice. So I emailed back, and um, the student whose name was Sarah emailed me again, and we exchanged a few emails and thought, it'd be nice to meet up for coffee, and we met up for coffee about a week later, and then we started going out about a week after that. And then we got engaged a, a year after that and got married a year after that. Nice. And, uh, now we now have a seven-year-old daughter. Oh, that's beautiful. Oh, a child born <laughs> of quiz. That's so <laughs> lovely. <laughs> what a, yeah. That's the best prize anyone could have from a quiz, really, isn't it? Absolutely, yes. That's such yeah. a lovely story. And, I mean, uh, were you inundated with quiz, quiz groupies prior to that point, <laughs> 
Um, I, 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 my wife jokes that he must be the one and only quiz group. <laughs> um, so, no, I wasn't exactly inundated. No, well, that's lovely. Well, I mean, you know, obviously she she heard something that she liked and that something was knowledge. Um, it seems so, yeah. Yeah. Um, and do you quiz yeah. together? Do you? Uh... Um, I mean, she's actually got a very good general knowledge, but she's never felt the need to... Um, test it out or show it off by <laughs> taking part in quizzing. So no, she's very much a kind of um, dormant quizzer. She's she a quizzing muse, no doubt. Um, she she inspires uh, yes. you in your quizzing. That's right. Or, some, or so, sometimes a quiz widow, I suppose, if I, <laughs> if I go off for weekends to take part in quiz tournaments. <laughs> That's such a lovely, inspiring story. And I mean, you, your life has been changed in many ways by quizzing because also you, I mean, you're heavily involved because you are the guru of the University Challenge Manchester quiz team, is that correct? That's right, yes. I've been uh, selecting the students uh, here at the university who apply to take part in the uh, in University Challenge for actually the last 20 years now. Wow. Um, I, mean, I hadn't realised quite how long it was until I sat down to work it out just now. Mm. Um, so, yes, and in that time... We've uh, we've actually won the competition four times. Way something very, is very working. Un- enjoyable. Yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately, the Manchester alumni uh, team that I was part of, let we we let you down, Stephen. No, no, you... no, you did you did really you did really well in your first round match in the, uh, in, the in the Christmas uh, competition. I remember seeing that. Yeah, in the first and round, but you know. I, I, and I, in fact, I had actually suggested that. Um, um, I, I suspect they probably knew about you anyway, but what happens is they got in touch with the university's um, press office to say, oh, we're having a, a Manchester alumni team on. Are there any among your um, famous alumni who you know are in, um, in interested in quizzing? And I uh, remembered your being on Celebrity Mastermind before that. Oh, and um, so I, 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 I said, why don't, why don't you um, try Lucy Porter? Oh, and I said, oh, I'm, I'm not, I'm not enti- I, I can't necessarily claim the credit for them having no, a No, I think you, you but, can. I think that's oh, amazing. Right. Thank you so much. Well, you see, you've changed my life as well. <laughs> a quizzing pedigree goes ahead of you. Yeah, that's no, that was really, that's very good. Well, yes, I mean, the world of quiz, Every everywhere you turn... There's some connection with people, isn't there? Oh, it's a, it's a very small world. <laughs> well, that's right. I mean, actually, I was I was surprised to discover. I mean, you talk about it being a small world, but I, I discovered only very recently that actually somebody I I know through quiz tournaments was actually at the school where my father taught, and my father used to run the school quiz team, and she was one of his quiz <gasps> proteges about Inspired. thirty years thirty years ago. So, uh, so obviously, the fact I'm now organising the Manchester team for for university challenges kind of some kind of family uh, inheritance it's a very small world are you raising your daughter in the quiz way are, are we are we going to be looking out in sort of 11 or 12 years to to have her on on our screens i'm i'm trying very hard not to um because <laughs> it, I, I i'm sure looked at objectively it would be really unfair and unkind on her to try and sort of push her down the same road as i've gone down which i know is um, notoriously a thing that parents do with their children. Mm. On the other hand, given that most of the people I know under 30 are all my university challenge protégés, I do have a kind of inbuilt tendency for anybody from the younger generation. I look at them as a, a, a potential university challenge contestant. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, obviously, the fact that um, she is my daughter means I do look at her obviously slightly differently from all my uh, university challenge contestants, even though scarily quite a lot of them are young enough to be my children. If yeah. you so we have been talking about how quizzing has changed our lives, and obviously you've found love and um, Jenny was saying that her university challenge appearance 
was a good sort of turning point for her in that it kind of mm. sort of rescued her student days in a way that's fair yeah. to say, isn't it? From Absolutely, yeah. Well, I wasn't having the best time at, at university and uh, it introduced me to a whole new world and uh, and a lot more friends and, and and the entire quiz scene, in fact, that and pushed me onto that. Yeah, do you find that with your students that you, you think that it's kind of generally a positive experience for them when they get involved in the quizzing world? Uh, I mean, we, we, we like to think that there is a kind of uh, university challenge community in Manchester. As I said, quite a lot of the people who've been on in past teams do tend to stay around in Manchester, either to do postgraduate work or to, to work in Manchester. Um, and, and so every, every time there's a, a team that's on, um, a Manchester team that's on television, we tend to sort of gather at a, a, a local pub um, and, and, and watch the team when their matches are broadcast. So and there are generally around kind of 15 to 20 people around doing that. So yeah, it, it definitely seems to have developed some kind of community, which um, means lots of people have uh, met uh, friends that they wouldn't otherwise have met. Well, there you go. So, well, friendship, love, all these things we can find through quizzing. Right, so now it's time for the listener's quiz. Nice jingle. I'm, yeah, I'm working on it. It's a uh, work in <laughs> progress. But yeah, so the listener's quiz has this week been sent in by Max all the way from New Zealand. Ooh, we don't know which island, do we? He didn't specify. That's producer Amanda there. <laughs> producer Amanda, who will be our quiz mistress. Mm-hmm. Our quizatrix for uh, this quiz. We haven't seen these questions. No, no. I can. Well, unless you've had a look at the um, no. email, but I, no. I trust no. you both. No, yeah. no, no, I wouldn't. We don't, we don't like spoilers. Don't want to. Don't want no. to. But um, right. you have, have we verified these questions, Amanda, or are they just sort of quite <laughs> I, on trust? <laughs> I think Max um, probably knows more about this subject than anyone they, else. So what tell us, Amanda, what is it? Well, the subject, interestingly enough, from somebody that comes from New Zealand and for um, a podcast about quiz shows, is about UK game shows. Fantastic. Okay, brilliant. Right, but we've got, we've got our our wonderful buzzers. buzzers. So, so, Lucy, let's hear yours first. Okay, of all. you might recognise this listener. <laughs> it's my recorder <laughs> from my school, and I will oh. be playing the whole of London's Burning to indicate that I know an answer. Wonderful. Mm-hmm. Um, I've I've got something uh, that I can't play. Yeah. So it means it's I mean, I did hand anything. out the buzzers, which is why I gave myself something that I'm very familiar with and use. Yeah, and I'm just you. I'm just going to blow into this. Yeah, go on then. Give us a blast. Yeah, Not bad, go. you know. That's very good. That's oh, very, I'm like I'm like a young natural. Bob Dylan. You are. You should get on that. You'll be doing you'll be doing a Stevie Wonder solo in no time. Right. So are we ready? We're ready. <laughs> Deep, deep breaths, everybody. <laughs> Fingers on buzzers? Yeah, why not? So, mouths on, mouths on buzzers. Pieces. Mouths on receptacles. So, <laughs> that would have been a much better name for this mouths. podcast. <laughs> I think that's a different podcast. We've got it very much is. We can that. make that. So question number one okay. is, what game show gave away the UK's biggest jackpot? <laughs> Jenny. Deal or no deal? Incorrect. Oh. Throw it across to Lucy. <laughs> Didn't really need to do that, but why not? Yep. I will continue to do it. Um, oh my gosh, actually. Uh, was it the house one? The one where you won a house? House, full house. house well, full. Oh. go on. Uh, why are you win more than a million? Uh, one with Andrew O'Connor. What was that one? I 
No, no. Okay, tell us. Red or Black Series 2? Oh. That was the Anton Deck thing, wasn't it? Yes, it was. It was. Yeah. Yes. It was very back to basics, that quiz show. Mm. What the quiz show? It wasn't game. a quiz show. It was yes. a game show. Pure yes. Game. It Pure was. Game. It was. It Will it be red or will it be black? <laughs> so, um, mouths on receptacles. <laughs> Don't think receptacles is the right word, but <laughs> I've got a cold. Um, in 1995, the Krypton Factor completely changed its round structure. What was the new final round called? Oh. Oh, uh... <laughs> <laughs> <Lucy>. Just <food. laughs> um, The new final round was called Sudden Death. Incorrect. I'm going to throw it across um, to Jenny. General knowledge. Incorrect. Oh. Are we having any more guesses before I? Uh, was it memory? Was well, it usually, it usually was the the knowledge round, wasn't it? It was, it was, it was the with the yeah yeah quick fire quiz. But. So the name of the specifically the name of the round. What oh. was it called? No, no, it's called the super round. Oh, mm. God, this is good, Max. Wowzers. Yeah, Max, really Max, Max really knows, knows his stuff, stuff and yeah. we don't know no. our stuff. Right, get ready because I think you guys are going to okay. know okay. this one. Okay, okay. We're, we're it's poised. just a question of who's going to be first. Who played Boyard from 1998 to 2001? Oh, and that is Jenny. Grantham. It's the yes. Grantham. Well Grantham. Done. Yes. Fort Boyard. Fort Boyard. Um, now, what was Melinda Messenger was involved? Yes, she was. She? Yeah, it was that, that that thing in France, the weird <laughs> castle authority thing. You were on a fort in the middle of the sea. And yeah. it was like I a... I don't remember anything about it apart from Leslie Grantham now. It, w- it was kind of crystal mazy. Yeah. In that there were puzzles and things and, yeah... <laughs> It was it was it was a continental version of Crystal Maze, and I think Crystal Maze is still superior. Okay, I shall I shall go and revisit it on yeah. YouTube. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, so we've got one <sighs> one nil, nil one nil to okay. Jane. In which 2008 game show did Nick Hancock give the players accelerators to force their opponent <gasps> to answer in seven seconds? <laughs> Fast forward. No. Speedy, speedy quiz. And I, I, I can see it as well. They had to kind of lock in, didn't they? Mm. No, you have to tell us, Amanda. It was called Jewel. Jewel, yes. Mm. Yeah, they were literally facing one another. And yeah, yeah, you gave your your opponent a countdown. Right, okay. It's tough. Okay, so, and... It's bringing it all back, this. I think, I'm looking at what, I think one of you in particular might know this. <laughs> You're looking at Jenny, I'd like to I say just gave, that. I gave, I gave Jenny a sidelong glance. Oh. Um, you just side didn't wanna, eye. You didn't want to hear my recorder, that's it. You just <laughs> well, made all the questions. I'm just judging it. I don't know what tune you going to come I'm just, out with And here's a little bit of a clue for both okay. of you, okay? I'm just judging on a recent TV appearance Ooh. that Jenny made. Okay. <laughs> so, um... What did fans call an event that occurred in Big Brother Series 5, which forced Emma to be evicted after a mass brawl broke out in the house? Oh, good lord. Um... <laughs> no, we lost it. Uh, uh, was it called Rumble in the Bungle? Oh, that would have been good. Rumble in the Bungalow. This, that is incorrect, but I, I would definitely probably base a whole show on that. I can't remember what they fell out over. Like Milkgate or something like that. They no. fell out over something. It's not about what they fell out about. It's oh. just what they called this particular. Um, what they, they what they called the particular event. No. Oh no! You're gonna have to enlighten us. It was called Fight Night. Oh, Fight Night. So Jenny, you this is rounds to you. So this is we've done three now. Lucy, don't look at me like that. I didn't write the questions. At the moment, Jenny's in the lead with two to one on Lucy, but there's everything to play for. 
Some brutal questions We've there from We've got so many of these quizzes that have been sent in, so... That's my disgust. <laughs> that was a horrible cheat. That was punishing you, Max. Max, it's a good job you live in New Zealand. She's she's furious. Oh, I might, I'm, I've a good mind to get a flight down there. If I wasn't so blooming lazy, I'd go down there and tell him what I think of him. No, never mind. Well done, Jed. Well done. Uh, thank you, Max, for those questions. They, they brought back some memories. Yeah, no, well, at least we will all go and watch Fort Boyard, which is uh, that's yes. a good thing, isn't it? And yeah. Jewel, which I'd never... Oh, it was, it was, it was very intense. Yeah, it was an intense kind of one. It was mano y mano, and no, no, pure game, pure game. It was game show. Pure it was game. quiz show. Oh, it was yeah, quiz. there was there was, there was oh, quiz. There yeah, go. you had that to lock one. in your answers. Yeah, lovely. I shall go and I'll yeah. check that out. Check lovely. that out. Oh well, thank you. I say this through gritted teeth and gritted <laughs> recorder. But thanks, for, I'll put the recorder in my mouth. Thanks, Max. <laughs> Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. On the phone with us now, we have the one and only, I'm so excited, it's Mike Reed. How are you? Very good. Thank you so much for speaking to us. And I have had the most enjoyable afternoon of watching what I can find of Pop Quiz on YouTube. Um, and there is there isn't enough for me. There is there is some, but um, I could I could always do with more. There is someone who's catalogued the whole of every clip on every episode. Are you aware of this, Mike? Uh, no, I wasn't. I mean, the two most recent ones were about a year ago, though. They're they're probably up there somewhere. The two new ones we did. Yes, the BBC uh, Four, wonderful BBC yeah. Four, my absolute favourite channel. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, it's um, it's amazing. It's had a strange life because it sort of ran for a few years in the eighties, and then we. Uh, came back for one-off in the 90s. We did it uh, one-off on vintage TV as well. And then suddenly out of the blue, we were talking about something else, and uh, Cathy and Harrison at uh, BBC4 said, oh, why don't we do some more? And then we did them, and we were trending number one on Twitter all night. We got terrific ratings. Even the replays got good ratings. And they said, oh, we're looking to do a series this last March. And... uh, you know, They hadn't got the money. I think it's a budget thing, really. That's such a shame, isn't it? Because it, it... 
is such a lovely format and everyone loves to see pop stars talking about pop music. Yeah. It's the best it's the best thing. And it does you know, you think, well it could be a university challenge that just kind of runs and comes back and just exists as a sort of fixture on, on British television really. So uh, maybe we could crowd we should crowdfund it. Yeah. Yeah, I think we can we can start to raise some awareness because it's it, it is such a lot of fun to watch back old clips and yeah. and and see those those famous faces looking absolutely puzzled <laughs> when you and when you also, catch them I mean, out. It's people people that you didn't get on panel gates, like members of Queen, Led Zeppelin. George Michael, yes. Morrissey. Mm. I mean, we didn't get Morrissey on panel games. No. Uh, we, we, it was a, a program that people wanted to be on and still do. I mean, I still get the artists now saying, when's it coming back? When's it coming back? So it's, it's a weird situation where you have a queue of big names mm. that want to be on a program mm. that doesn't exist, which is really strange. Yeah. I know. I mean, and because some of the, like you say, there were some people like John Cooper Clark was on it, wasn't he? John Cooper, Clark, a post-war glamour girl, yeah. never the <laughs> glamorous, cameras, clickety click. Uh, yeah. Fantastic. Yeah, I mean, I don't think I've seen, you know, he was just never on television. It was such a thrill to see people. Like, well, and Phil Linnett as well, and, you know, just some really kind of interesting, uh, you know, just interesting characters. But, Mike, you've got to tell us, who were who the rowdiest contestants? Who was hardest to keep in check on your quiz show? Well, the real rowdy ones, of course, were Duran the Spandau, oh. uh, which was a real big rating show because it was it was very difficult, I think, for the program to edit because every time somebody smiled, scratched their ear, blew their nose, uh, the audience went crazy. Yeah. <laughs> editing, it was an absolute nightmare for the bloke with a razor blade. Like, oh, what do we do about this? So that was chaos because they were at each other right from the start, and then Duran. Always reckon that Spandau cheated. Yeah, uh, I reckon I was a Durani. I'm on their side. <laughs> <laughs> and it's been we talked over the years so many times about the rematch, Duran versus Spandau, oh, but yes. uh, uh, for various reasons, I guess it probably won't happen now. Oh, such a shame! Such a shame. Yeah. Um, and because actually the studio audience, a lot of the time they do sound like they're pop fans rather than a sort of normal quiz show studio audience who are a little bit demure and sort of cricket clapping and stuff. They, they Were they quite a rowdy bunch generally, the studio audience? Well, I mean, tickets are up for offer, so generally people apply for something that they want to see. I guess some people just apply for anything and go along and say, oh, we saw a show this afternoon at the BBC. But I think with Pop Quiz, what surprised us, you know, 18 months ago were these two, and they said, well, we've got, I think it was like 400 tickets for each one. And I forget what it was. There was something like 30,000 applications. Wow. And they were absolutely staggered. And they said, oh, we've got to, we've got to run a series now. But uh, because of the budgetary situation, it didn't happen. But, yeah, they had about 30,000 applications for about 800 tickets. Amazing. I think we I mean, should have a writing campaign. We should be writing to the commissioners to, well, to bring it back. There's clearly the appeal is there. Because also the thing about pop stars is I presume that they don't want massive fees because they're not really doing it for the money. They're doing it for, I mean, you know, they live on their royalty checks, don't they? They're not really interested. It's a promotion thing yeah, and exactly. to have a bit of fun as well. So it should... Yeah, no, absolutely right. I mean, they're just happy to come on because they're actually in a situation where they're not having to perform and they're not being interviewed. So it's, it's, it's a bit of a strange one. It's part comfort zone, part out of your comfort zone mm. because you're not talking about yourself, you're not singing a song, you don't have to do anything but answer questions. 
it, you can relax and have a bit of fun, but at the same time, you want to get the questions right. <laughs> After Top of the Pops, it was the highest, ratest, ra- highest rating music show on TV, wasn't it? Yes, we got, um, in the 80s, we got 10 million every week. I mean, what people would give for 10 million now, we got 10 million every week. And that was at about six, half six on a Saturday night. Um, Mm. But to show you the ratings then, I remember we came, we always came around 17th or 18th in the top 20, which shows you what some of the big programmes were getting at the Mm. time. And also, I think that because we didn't really know at that time, you know, the personalities of pop stars were a bit more mysterious and enigmatic than they are now because there was only really like, you know, I'd read about someone in Smash Hits and then see them on Pop Quiz and be like, oh, gosh, you know, that's what they sound like, you know, when they're talking and, you know, who was a bit shy and sweet and who was kind of a bit more mouthy. It was really interesting. It was a bit of a glimpse because also people, when they're quizzing, tend to let their guard down a bit, don't they? They're not thinking about being cool. They're thinking about trying to get the right answer. (laughs) Absolutely, but but your job there is not. To, I always felt your job in the middle is not to be uh, Mr. Clever, not have all the punchlines, not to have pre-written lines that are taking the mickey out of people. But your job is to be the conduit to yeah. uh, to get those people thrown onto the screen. And if I saw somebody was struggling or not uh, answering very many and, and a bit concerned about it, I'd I'd have more sort of. Uh, a joke with them or I give them a bit of extra help or yes. something like that and, and people would say oh so and so they were really good and actually fact they weren't but your <laughs> job was to make them look better if they weren't answering many questions people, people did obviously cheat a little bit and sometimes you turn the blind eye <laughs> and, come and you can see people it's like like two kids at the school desk scribbling something and trying to slide it across and the other person trying to read their writing oh, you know? those naughty pop stars sort of turned, it, it didn't happen all the time so you turned a bit of a blind eye to that you know you yes. say come on it is an individual question you know and they say well yes only I, I'm answering it but, you know, <laughs> so. now one final question for you Mike is if I were to have any pop star on my pub quiz team <laughs> who should I go for who should I be approaching to be on my pub quiz team do you think I would go for Paul Young oh lovely oh. yeah Paul, Paul is very good Nick Haywood is very good oh I gosh. can imagine that yeah Oh, I love yeah. both yeah. of them. Right, I shall be straight on the phone. <laughs> as soon as we get off the phone with you, Mike, I'm going to phone them up and get them down to my uh, the Cases Altered pub quiz on a Tuesday. Thank you so much for talking to us and bring back pop quiz! Bring back pop quiz! Yes, I look forward. I'm right behind you leading the way. Brilliant. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. Do you want me to get my recorder out to do that? Would that help? <laughs> Please no. No. Um, okay, so <laughs> what do you have in store for me, Jenny? I promised you some questions on uh, on food packaging you did you did you did coming out of tate and lyle having a dead lion with flies all coming all bees or something bees Bees, so strength comes sweetness yeah yeah. it's a passage from the bible Mm -hmm. um yeah so weird things from food packaging was our inspiration for this quiz why not so it's basically it's an observation kind of quiz this one yes i have spent a lot of time observing food prior to ingesting it so yeah i'm i'm confident i'm raring to go okay Right. What time is it? Uh, it's Guinness o'clock. On the pack. Oh. <laughs> of after eight minutes. I was a bit what time too... is it precisely? It's uh, it's one minute past eight. It's not. Oh, it's midnight. It's five past eight. Is it five, five, five oh, past eight? Why just, wouldn't I say five past eight? eight? It's so obvious, isn't it? It is obvious. Now you th- you know, you're visualising that like, clock. Oh, I'm going to have my answer eight, fancy but I'm going to wait five clock. minutes just to make it yeah. respectable. Yeah. yeah of the the, the sun is over the mint yard arm. <laughs> 
it's always after eight o'clock somewhere. Isn't it? that's, the, yeah, that's, that's, my that's, the I, that's the way I choose to view my mint eating yes, habits. Yes, 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 five past eight, mm. clearly, natural. It's still Guinness o'clock as well. Though. I don't know why that, that really did just fly out of my mouth. <laughs> It's Guinness o'clock. I don't know what I said. Are you iron deficient at the moment? I think I should go and address that, really, yes. Apostrophes in in logos. Oh, yeah. Are they there or are they not? What about Kellogg's? Is there an apostrophe? Yes. Correct. There is. I see that every day. Starbucks? No. Correct. McDonald's? No. Incorrect. Oh, it's because I never eat it. My body's a temple. (laughs) Papa John's. Oh. Actually, no, I look at this all the time because my son's name is John and he gets very excited (laughs) every time we go past. He's like, look, it's my pizza house. Um, (laughs) But having said I look at it all the time, I don't know. Uh, Gosh, because Domino's, I think, does have... I'm going to say no. It's just changed. They've just got rid... They've just done a rebrand and they've dropped the apostrophe. Oh, that's shocking. I think they're trying to distance themselves from, from Papa John himself because he's a bit of a disgrace, <laughs> to be honest. Uh, is he like Papa Doc Duvalier? Is he some sort yeah, of disgraced dictator? He's, 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 he is very much a disgraced dictator. Oh, the Republic of Pizza was, was being... Speaking, speaking of pizza, yeah. how many spots are there on the Domino's logo? Oh, do you know, having just swag swaggered about knowing <laughs> Domino's. Um, I'm going to say... Why wouldn't you make it 12? I mean, you'd want the six... No, okay, no, no, you're looking at me like it's not. Um, eight. You're overcomplicating things. Five and three. Eight, five and three. No, three, just, just one three. and two. Just it's one yeah. and a two. Yeah, yeah of course yeah, it is. Keep it simple. Yeah, yeah, simple. yeah, of course you would. Snappy. Um, which food packaging icon, mm-hmm. you'd see their face on the on the packaging itself, okay, yes. is supposed to be based on a... Maitre D from a hotel in Chicago called Frank Brown. That's not Paul Newman, though, is it? No. It's not Paul Newman. It's <laughs> <laughs> incredible method acting. <laughs> very, very much, be... very much so. Uh, so a Maitre D, yeah, uh, who features on packaging. Mm-hmm. Ooh, uh, I'm trying to think. If it I'm, must be a, like a. Uh, I, I'm pretty sure you've got some of this, some of this brand in your mm. cupboard. I think everyone's got. got everyone, everyone knows this particular man. This particular fellow. Yeah, everybody knows him. It's oh very my cheery. Gosh. Uh, Mr. No, not Mr. Kipling, not Mr. Uh, Captain Bird's Eye. No, he's no, 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 not based no, no. on anyone. Um, oh, give me a clue. Give me a clue. What's he's got? A, he's got a wee little bow tie on. It's bow got tie. an orange background to his product. What am I going to? He's a he's a he's a relative of yours. Uncle Porter. Uncle Ben. Uncle Ben. Uncle Ben. Oh, That's an yes. image of Frank Brown, allegedly. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Uncle Ben. Um, and let's round this off. Which item in your food cupboard mm-hmm. would you see was made by the McElhenney Company, which is based in Avery Island, Louisiana? It very prominently says all of those things on the label, but do you pay any attention to it? Clearly not. No. McElhenney. McElhenney Company, Avery Island, Louisiana. Is it? Is it a drink? Is it? You, you don't want to drink this. You oh. don't want to drink this. No. Is it a cleaning product? Yeah, no, no, no. Oh, no it's, 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 it's edible, it's but uh, but no, um, I think drinking it would. I'm going to say Tabasco. Correct. Oh, very good. Thank goodness. Very good. Well, Uncle 
Ben. I've looked at him. I've gazed. You've, you've gazed into dear old <laughs> Uncle Ben's eyes <laughs> so many times. Eyes saying, please feed me your pillowy pillow. Uh, brilliant. That was really good. Yeah, but it's it's observation like kind of that. thing, isn't Can we it? Do, I'd, I'd do another one of them. I'd quite happily do a whole uh, like evening. Yeah. <laughs> An evening with the cupboard. Just going through the cupboard. <laughs> I don't get it. We shall much. do this in future. We'll we'll do some more of those observation-y kind of yeah, things. Yeah, I like that. I like Little that. known yeah, facts about everyday enjoyable. objects. Enjoyable. So, so what's next, Jen? Next time, a topic that comes up fairly frequently and makes generally the gents in the room groan be fashion oh okay well it makes me groan as you will if you're observing me in haute couture yeah not my strong suit but i will look forward to being tested by you it will be your strong suit after next time because it does come up in pub quizzes you're right that um yeah the uh coco chanel real name uh oh no don't tell me gabrielle i think yeah um, Dolce and Gabbana and first styles names. and you know the things that the, the the big fashion houses came up with. Yeah, like who designed the new look? Certainly. Yeah, good. Okay, fine. Well, you know, new look the shop. Who designed new who look? Who designed the, the new street look? Street chain interior, new look. Uh, we will never know. Yeah, okay. I, I can get on board with that. I sure. But you'll see me. I'll swan in here next week. Yes. Looking elegant, refined. Looking like you're straight out of Paris. Oh, of the Champs Elysees. Smelling like Coco Chanel. Or Coco the Clown. Or of Coco. I'll smell of Coco. Well, there we go. That changed my life. Yes. Doing that, all of that. It was amazing. I love talking to Stephen about finding love. Oh, what a lovely, lovely story. I know. And, uh, and of course, I mean, Mike Reed, uh, I, I, he's changed my life and now I want to change his life by bringing back Pop Quiz. I think it, it's it's about time. Yeah. It's what the world needs right now. It's a campaign we can get behind. Yes. <laughs> um, and uh, thank you for your quiz that I did sort of not that badly you, at. You did all right. Anyone would think that you were always got your head in the food cupboard, but you did all right there, yeah. <laughs> But we didn't do quite so well on uh, Max's quiz. No, let's try. That a was line. absolutely brutal. But you know what? That's that's what we're here for. We're here to to face those brutal questions I'm just here to and learn my something. Recorders, to be honest, so that, <laughs> that's what I got out of it. I, I want to hear Frere Jacques by next week. I will. Don't worry, that'll be it. <laughs> Lovely. All right. Well, so thank you all for listening as well, um, and we will see you next time. On. Fingers, Fingers on, on buzzers. buzzers. Fingers on Buzzers starred Lucy Porter and Jenny Ryan and was produced by Amanda Redman with music by Kevin McLeod and Justin Edwards. Email quiz at fingersonbuzzers.com and tweet at fingersbuzzers. Thanks for listening and don't forget to join us next time for more Fingers on Buzzers. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, 
Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply.